Thanks for tuning in to Origins Cast. This first episode, what I want to cover is mostly what does the carnivore diet actually mean to me, my views and ideas around it, also where the holistics fit in, and the vision I have for still being passionate and promoting these ways of eating and the lifestyle behind it. It's more to break down mostly yeah mostly break down how most people think of the carnivore diet there seems to be in this world that we live in today a lot of identification around the foods you eat and a lot of cultish behavior and this is something that i try and stand alone from i do not think that your identity should be based around food and i do not think that we should go into cultish behaviors of them versus them or us versus them that kind of scenario and we see this all too often these religious ideas around nutrition. So I want to break down where I stand and kind of give you insights as to my ideas and who I am with these nutrition protocols as origins of vitality and nutrition and what my vision really is. So from this episode, you will start to gather where I'm coming from, trying not to be biased, trying to go from experience and also deep studies in the subjects. And we're going to break down all of the subjects into 15-minute podcasts, which I'm hoping you guys are subscribing to, and I hope will be very beneficial and pretty simple. As I said in the trailer, this is going to be the no-bullshit and simple guide to most of the biochemistry, physiology, and holistic protocols that I truly embody and that I give out to clients and I've had tremendous beneficial results with. In my seven years of doing nutrition, obviously not all of those legitimately uh, with insurance and working. I mean, whilst I was studying, whilst I was still working on myself, only working with trusted clients within family and friends, before I made the Origins of Vitality um, brand and logo and um, finished doing the rest of my courses and started practicing properly. So anyway, before I get too sidetracked, as I said, let's stick to the point. I want to make sure this is these are only 15 minutes so you guys can listen to short little episodes here and there with full attention and get the most out of it. So when it comes to the carnivore diet, what do I think a carnivore diet is? Do I think that it has to be only meat and it has to be 100% meat based all your life? No, there are some people out there that truly thrive from this. And it makes sense why, and I'm going to be breaking down, breaking this down in the other podcasts as we get into um, nutrients and the biochemistry and physiology. But to me, somebody who's carnivore is somebody who's eating anywhere from 80% plus meat-based. It's somebody that understands how meat-centric is the fundamental to key health. Somebody that understands that, and this is how well, this is truly my belief, is that you know that the real superfoods, the real health food, and the majority of your nutrition should come from meat. It doesn't mean that you can't have anything else, and it doesn't mean that you live a life like a monk or you're abstinent from everything that you find enjoyable. Life can be short. Even if you have the health and the longevity internally to live past 100, you could die doing a sport, you could die in any situation that arises from daily living. So, yeah, what I'm saying is you've got to enjoy life, but you have to understand the fundamentals of nutrition. And this is what I'm trying to speak to people. 
I'm trying to spark critical thinking around nutrition that therefore can help enhance critical thinking around other areas of life. Because to me, there is no optimal mental health, focus, growth, emotional stability, and robustness physically duh, without the nutrition side of it. So, for, for, for about a, just over a year and a half, I was pretty much strict carnivore. And I experimented with mostly just red meat. And then I brought on different protocols with um, seafood, shellfish, and different cuts of meat. But for quite a long time, when I was, um, when I was doing my performance protocols for the athletes, it was so rigid. It was all red meat from beef. And there was tremendous results. And, you know, there's no denying that. But do I think everybody needs to follow suit down that path? No. What I like people to do is to observe, is to see, wow, if you do do that, this is what the potential to optimize this and that internally, externally, that can arise from doing so. But to me, a lot of my clients, they will have different foods once a week or every couple of weeks or so and be completely fine. Some of them, and I'd say maybe less than 3%, start incorporating on a daily basis and are still fine and are still thriving. What the carnivore diet does and something I really, I, and I suggest for most people, even those that don't want to do it for more than a month or so, is that it really makes you more aware of the reactions in your body and the reaction to certain foods. Foods that people eat on a daily basis and have all of these symptoms that they think is normal. And it's not until they remove and go on this elimination diet that they figure out that what they felt, the way they carried each day was not normal. And then when they reintroduce these foods, they're like, oh, wow. So it was this causing this and that. This is the key and tremendous benefit of a carnivore diet. I myself nowadays, I like to have a little bit of non-fibrous sugars here and there in the form of dairy, yogurts, ice cream, things like that. But after being, well, being three years now into a kind of carnivore diet and what I say, which is over 80% meat-based, I've realized that um, I don't want any of the standard things that we're, that we're taught are healthy. And I've come to learn that they're, they're neutral at best. And this is what I want people to think about. Like a lot of what's been shoved down our throats is supposed to be superfood and healthy are actually can be very detrimental, but are neutral at best. And a lot of the ways you feel when it comes to digestion, energy, mental health, um, recovery in your joints, um, stress, can actually be vastly improved when you remove a lot of these foods. But I do understand and as I said, life can be short. There are some foods that bring us great short-term pleasure and our senses are to be used. So certain sugars, certain treats, and yes, certain fruits, certain vegetables are enjoyable. And to me, I'm like, don't be dogmatic. Have them once in a while. If you're going out for a social activity or you, know, you have family that don't even support or don't understand your way of eating and they've made dishes out of love and you've had them in your childhood and you really enjoy them, have them. But it's understanding that 
it's okay to have them. You shouldn't feel guilty. There shouldn't be mental illnesses around relationships to food. You know, you should just be able to eat the food. But it's understanding that, hold on a minute, should these foods make up the majority of our diet? Just how most of the corporations and associations there are pushing for us to have. This is where I want people thinking. This is where I'm really trying to use the carnivore diet along with many other doctors, nutritionists and influencers in this field are trying to do. We're trying to just be like, hey, these foods aren't as good as people are making it out to be. Enjoy them. But remember, if you want good hormonal optimization, good internal health and a physically robust lean body, It's the meat that is providing these effects, not these other foods. So I hope you understand that, guys. And I hope as you listen to the rest of the episodes that are to come, that you feel that I'm really trying to come from an unbiased point of view. I'm sharing experience and studies. Experience from the chemistry I've studied, experiences from the test on myself and the many clients I've had, experiences with the tribes I've lived with and seen the way they eat. And you guys know that I am a critical thinker and I like to think outside of the box a lot of the times and I will go down rabbit holes until I find things that make sense and until I find many sources that point to the same conclusion and have walked the walk, I'm not going to share it. I'm going to, you know, a friend always told me, real G's move in silence and that's what I do with my studies. I don't let people know what I'm studying or what I've come to a conclusion until it makes natural sense anthropological sense ties in with the physiology and biochemistry of the body and that's most important if it doesn't tie in naturally with the chemistry and the physiology of the human body you know something's up people have to have to know something's up you've got to look deeper and understand the underlying root factors of each thing you can't just go off of every study you see and you can't just go off every blog or person's opinion just like mine You have to look deeper, you have to question the sourcing, and you have to make sure it makes sense first before you start spewing it out and sharing it to others. So that being said, these episodes, I hope if you enjoyed them, you took a lot of information and you looked further into it, don't be lazy, look further into it and it makes sense and you agree with it that you share to others and that you subscribe and then you help other people understand what this mission is and that they can feel better and that they can live longer. And that disease is a product of environment and we can change it if we catch it early enough. So, along the lines, with the carnivore diet, it's something that I, most people can just jump straight into. And I urge most people to just try it. Just, you know, 30 days, meat only, any meats you want. Although I would warn poultry is not the best, nor is rabbit any lean meats. Go for the fatty cuts and dive in. Feel the experience. Walk the walk. A lot of people that will come at you or have come at me have no idea about it and they have no experience and you ask them, so how did you get on? And they're like, oh, well, I haven't tried it. I've never tried it. It's dangerous. They have no clue. You need to walk the walk. You need to feel the experience. 30 days is enough to scratch the surface and you will feel things that will let you either understand whether to continue or understand which foods weren't serving you well and this is key so from understanding all of what i've just said regardless 
of what you like. If you're 80% meat-based or more, you are doing a carnivore diet. If you go 100%, yes, you will accelerate the changes and you will be more sensitive to other changes and you will feel more. So yes, I'd urge everyone to at least try a strict for at least 30 days. But if you want ultimate results, at least 90 days to really get into it. But take it at your own time. Don't be dogmatic. If you want to have some dairy, if you want to have some veggies and stuff here and there, do it. There's nothing wrong with that. But over this podcast, I'm going to be talking about different vegetables and the different components, phytonutrients, glycoalkaloids, and many more anti-nutrients in these vegetables and how they affect you to inform you and to make you better informed for your decisions of when you choose to eat these things. Not to scare you or to try and push you into being carnivore, but to allow you to be informed to make decisions around your health and how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis for yourself. I want to empower you for that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be spewing out free protocols and all of my secrets in my programming because this is very unique. When it comes to specific issues, yes, there is a bit of individuality there and it needs to be addressed properly. There's different stresses, different um, root issues to different people that can stem from all kinds of things. But for the majority of people, you can just jump straight in and just be brave, trust in it. 30 days isn't enough to kill you. Diseases take years to build up inside the body. Just like when people go vegan, there's the honeymoon period and then it takes five, 10 years before they start to malnourish into chronic and degenerative issues. Now, we're gonna be talking about longevity along the lines as well of this podcast and we're gonna be talking about centenarians and we're gonna be talking about carnivores that have been 20 years plus. So I think every few months I'm going to have one of these episodes are going to be an hour long where I will have a guest and we're going to talk anecdotally about that guest and I'm going to fit in the biochemistry as they fill in the anecdotal parts. I think this is something that's being missed. So please expect this in this podcast. I don't want just anecdotal results like most people. Like you can go on meatheals.com and find loads of anecdotal results, but there's nobody coming in behind and typing in the biochemistry that's making those results. So this is something I truly want to complete with this podcast. Please feel free to reach out with particular subjects that you want on my Instagram, origins.nutrition, and we will just keep building it up. I aim to release two of these podcasts a week, one on Sunday and uh, one in the middle of the week. So I'll probably do Sunday and maybe Wednesday or Thursday. I'll get more into the routine and let you guys know. But guys, thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe. Please share. I hope I haven't rambled on too much here. And let people see this episode so they know where I'm coming from and what to expect. Appreciate it, guys. Tune in to Origins Cast. Please subscribe. Should be now on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google, and a few others. You can all check it out from my anchor profile, guys. Please subscribe and share. Thank you.